Tertullian once said that hope is patience with the lamp lit. You know, often it is very difficult for us to have hope in the world when there seems to be hopelessness. It is not uncommon to be rebuked or even to be thought of as strange to when you have hope in times where there is absolute hopelessness around you. Often it seems like, you know, the, we are not allowed to have hope during times of hopelessness. You seem like a delusional psychotic who has lost touch with reality if you have hope when everybody else is, is, is destitute, is without hope. Pastor Gerald, how can you have hope in times like these? How dare you speak about hope when the world is in hopelessness and darkness descends or ascends from the abyss? You can't speak about hope in times like this. The world is crazy out there. There is no hope. <laughs> Perhaps it is because people don't know how to have hope. Because we don't know how to possess such hope in times where there is great despair. Perhaps they feel like the hope that you have undermines the seriousness of the situation. Whatever the case might be, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you know that it is okay to have hope and there is a way to have hope, even in despair. And so today I want to talk to you about hope and how you can have hope even when there is complete hopelessness. My name is Pastor Gerald and this is Grace Waves. Morning, friend. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Grace Waves on this Wednesday morning. It is always such a blessing to have you here and I'm really excited to share this message with you this morning. Now we all know that sometimes life can be very harsh, right? That we can feel like life is just pressing down upon us and, and just trying to suck out all the joy and the life and the hope from us. And especially in times that we live in today, we see the chaos that is happening around the world, the despair that people find themselves in. And we have read and I have seen also in the news that, you know, they, that, that suicides have increased in almost every country around the world in this time. Because people are living without hope. And so it can seem like a crazy thing for us to be speaking about how you can have hope when it seems like when you look at the world, <laughs> there is no hope. What hope does the world give to us for tomorrow? What hope can we still have in our economies or in, in, the, in, in the people even or in governments when we see around the world when these things have failed us? The things that we have held on to seem to have broken and we have lost trust in so many different things. But there can be hope. And there is this idea in the world that hope is not allowed to coexist with hopelessness. That there is, you're not allowed to have hope in despair. 
But when you think about hope as a light and about hopelessness or despair as darkness, it is very possible for the two to be together, not in the same place. But in fact, darkness is the absence of light. It is not something in itself. And it's the very same way with despair or hopelessness or even depression that it is the absence of something. It is not something in itself. It is the result of the absence of hope. And so we can have hope in times of despair because that is exactly what we need. And so this morning, I'm not going to be long. I want to tell you a story in the Bible. If you have your Bible with me, you can turn with me to Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5 and in verse 35 to verse 42. And this is an incredible story of a situation where there was no hope. And the people knew that there is no hope in the situation and how they ridiculed Jesus, how they scorned him, how they laughed at him for having hope. How dare you have hope in this situation? This is a serious situation. And if you have hope, it means you do not understand what is going on. And that's exactly what they said to him. And so Mark 5 verse 35, and I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. The Bible says, while he was still speaking, speaking of Jesus, some people came from the synagogue's official's house, saying to Jarius, your daughter has died. Why bother the teacher any longer? Overhearing what was being said, Jesus said to the synagogue official, do not be afraid, only keep believing in me and in my power. And he allowed no one to go with him except Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And they came to the house of the synagogue official, and he looked with understanding at the uproar and commotion. And the people were loudly weeping and wailing in mourning. And when he had gone in, he said to them, Why, why make a commotion and weep? The child is not dead, dead, but is sleeping. And they began to laugh scornfully at him, because they knew that the child was dead. But he made them all go outside, right? So he put all the other voices outside, all the voices that said, there is no hope, she is dead, you can't do anything about this. <laughs> Why? Like, are you crazy? <clears throat> can't you see? Why do you even have hope in this situation? And then it says, but he made them all to go outside and took the among and took along the child's father and mother and his own three companions and entered into the room where the child was and taking the child's hand he sent onto her tenderly he said tenderly onto her talita kum which is translated from aramaic which means little girl i say unto you get up and the little girl immediately got up and began to walk for she was 12 years old and immediately they who witnessed the child's resurrection were overcome with great wonder and utter amazement. <laughs> it's amazing in the story how we see the contrast between faith and despair. That despair laughs at our faith and at our hope and says, you know, like, <laughs> are you crazy? <laughs> are you okay? Do you need to see, you know, maybe a psychologist because how can you have hope in this situation? This is absolutely hopeless. We are in despair. How dare you speak of hope to us? 
And so we see here that Jesus was not moved by the despair of the people, but he put the noise outside. And that's the first thing that we need to do if you want to have hope right now in this situation of hopelessness. If you are in despair and you want to have hope today, you need to start with cutting out the noise. You need to start with putting outside the voices of hopelessness and despair. You know, maybe it's your friends. Maybe it's the news. Maybe it's the things that you read. Maybe it's the thoughts that you have. You need to take those things and you need to distance yourself from those voices so that you can hear clearly the voice of the one who gives us hope. And so that's where we start as we put that outside, you know, because the world will laugh at you. The world will try to to persuade you because the world loves, you know, just sitting in its in its puddle of misery and self-pity and hopelessness and despair. And, and it doesn't want you to have hope because then it makes the world look bad. It makes it, the world look silly <laughs> in a way. But listen, hope is not denying that there is despair. Hope is not living in ignorance of the reality of the situation. Hope is not simply, you know, coping, uh, a coping mechanism. You know, I'm going to think positive about this. That's not what hope is about. And yesterday... Or Monday we spoke about what hope is. No, hope, you see, is, is, is lighting your lamp in the darkest of situations. Hope is taking a lamp. You know, when you have a, a lamp with oil, it is when you light that lamp, that is what hope is. It means there is darkness. And in, in fact, you understand the situation. You know the despair. You recognize the reality. But you still choose to light the lamp and not continue to walk in darkness and so often we use this phrase right that oh, I, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel have you ever said that and if you've said that what what did you imply but that there is hope and so we are all looking for the light at the end of the tunnel how about you and I how about we become that light how about when we light our lamp we are the ones that give a reason for others to have hope. Because when you light your lamp, when you take up hope, when you take up courage and you say yes to hope and you embrace it, you are the light at the tunnel to other people. The light to where they are going towards saying, I see a hope in the distance. I see a light in the distance. And I want to go towards that because I need hope. I need the light. One more verse that I want to read for you today in Romans chapter 4, verse 18 to 21. Romans chapter 4, verse 18 to 21. The Bible says, speaking of Abraham, it says, Who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. But Abraham believed in hope against hope, because he had faith in the words that were spoken. And then verse 19, it says, And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, when he was about a hundred years old, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, 
and for being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to perform. What God had promised, he was able to perform. So two things I want you to notice here in this verse that can help you to have hope today. The first one is that you need to have hope against hope. Hope has, you know, two ways. You can hope for despair. You can hope for the worst. You can hope for, you know, the reality. You can, you can wait for that to happen to you. You can sit down and take the punches of life and sit in your, in your, in your self-pity and in your little corner. Or you can choose to, regardless of the despair, regardless of the voices out there, to pursue faith and hope anyway. And then the second one is that Abraham believed the word of God and that is what gave him hope and hope brought him to action. Hope is what moved him to, to take action. And so we will never take action in a positive way if we do not have hope. And you can never have hope if you do not have faith. And you will never have faith if you do not believe and know that there is a God that loves you today. So how can you have hope in the midst of despair? You need to have faith. You need to realize and believe and accept the fact that God loves you. And we know that because Jesus died on the cross for you and for me. And so because God loves you, you have a reason to believe him. And his God is saying to us, and there are many promises in the Bible, that there is always hope, that there is promises and a word for you in the scriptures that God wants to use to give you hope in the situation that you are in right now, no matter how dark the situation might be. All that you need to do is believe it. Because when we believe the word of God, it brings forth hope. You know, I spoke about the lamp. Now, a lamp, you know, is like your hope. It is the light. But if it is not lit, it is pointless. And hope without faith is like a lamp that is not lit. Faith is, is, the, is, is the lighter or the match that you use to light the lamp with. And you know what is the oil? It is the Word of God. As long as you receive the Word of God and mix it with faith, your lamp will be a light and your lamp will be burning brightly. And you know what? The darker the situation is, the brighter your light will shine. And so friends, you can have hope today. You can have hope right now, this moment. Just believe the words that God has said to you. Stop listening to the words of negativity, to the words of despair, to the words of self-pity, to the words that's of hopelessness that says there is no hope for tomorrow. Stop listening. Put those voices outside and start listening to the voice of the one that loves you. So thank you so much for listening today, friend. I really hope and trust that this word will help you to have hope today and that this word will bring you closer and closer to the heartbeat of God. And so friend, remember to listen carefully to the heartbeat of God 
And please remember, if you like this message, to leave a like and to share this message. And if you haven't subscribed to our channel yet on YouTube, please do that right now. Just click on that subscribe button. And if you want to receive notifications when we upload new messages so that you can hear them immediately and, and be the first to get to them, remember to click that little bell button on YouTube so that you are able to receive notifications whenever we upload a new message. So friend, as always, thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful day and may God bless you. Goodbye.